I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, August 1st. Up to 58 families experiencing homelessness, including newly arrived migrants, will be housed in a dormitory at Eastern Nazarene College in Quincy. The state is opening a welcome center at the Cove Fine Arts Center on the campus of ENC to serve as a point of entry to shelter and services in Massachusetts. The center will be operated by Bay State Community Services of Quincy and will be open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 3 on the weekends. The state will contract with a shelter management firm to help run the housing at ENC. The dorm has 55 rooms and three apartments with laundry, common areas, and furniture. There are also children's activities, and the site is close to the Wollaston Tea Station, playgrounds, a public beach, and a pharmacy. ENC's president, Colleen Durr, supports the move. The state's first welcome center is in Alston and has served over 500 families. The welcome centers help find host families for their clients. The gag order requested by Prosecutor Adam Lally in the Karen Reed case, who was accused of killing her Boston police officer boyfriend, has been denied by the judge. Lally said in court last week that witnesses are being harassed because of information that's been shared with the media, prompting him to ask for that gag order. Reed's attorney, David Yanetti, responded to the prosecution's request, saying, quote, how dare you? He says he has every right to defend his client in and out of court. Reed is accused of hitting and killing O'Keefe, her boyfriend, with her SUV while dropping him off at a party at the home of a fellow officer in Canton in January of 2022. O'Keefe's bruised and battered body was discovered in a snowbank outside the home the next morning. Prosecutors allege Reed was drunk behind the wheel when she hit O'Keefe while executing a three-point turn in the driveway. Reed has maintained her innocence from the start, and her defense team says there's evidence to not only prove she's innocent, but also points to a cover-up. Defense attorneys have alleged O'Keefe was brutally beaten and attacked by a dog inside the home, and that Reed is being framed for his murder. Reed said a legal defense fund for his daughter has nearly 900 contributors who've pitched in over $120,000. Seven of the 15 Christmas tree shop stores in Massachusetts have closed within the past month as the local retailer continues its going-out-of-business sales. The Christmas tree shop locations in Falmouth, Natick, North Dartmouth, Orleans, Pembroke, Sagamore, and West Dennis were still operating on the 4th of July, but they are all no longer listed on the company's website of active locations as of yesterday. The eight remaining Christmas tree shops in Massachusetts as of yesterday are in Avon, Foxborough, Holyoke, Hyannis, Linfield, North Attleboro, Shrewsbury, and Somerville. In all of New England, 11 of 29 Christmas tree shop locations in the region have closed between July 4th and yesterday. Christmas tree shops, which is based in Middleborough, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in May. The Wall Street Journal reported the business took out a $45 million bankruptcy loan, but creditors terminated the loan after they defaulted on the terms because liquidity and revenues worsened. 
company's early roots go back to the 50s as a summertime Christmas gift shop on the Cape known as the Christmas Tree Gift Shop. Unlike most holiday stores, Mark and Alice Matthews operated their Yarmouth Port shop from May through October when vacationers flocked to the Cape. Christmas tree shops had its true beginnings in 1970 when Chuck and Doreen Belzikian bought the business and moved their family into the apartment above it. The Belzikians decided to eventually expand the store beyond Christmas ornaments and gifts and began stocking summer vacation items like beach towels and sunscreen. The official name of the retail chain is plural because the original location was made up of a trio of buildings the front shop, the back shop, and the barn shop, the latter of which primarily sold penny candy. Well, on Sunday night, state lawmakers did reach a compromise agreeing on a $56.2 billion budget for fiscal year 2024, included in the budget's many notable aspects as funding for a program that will allow undocumented high school students to qualify for in-state tuition rates at public colleges or universities. Both the House and Senate were set to vote on the budget yesterday during formal sessions. It's expected to win approval by both bodies. Governor Healy will have 10 days to review it. The commitment includes the Senate measure that enables students without legal immigration status to qualify for in-state tuition rates and financial aid. It will apply to students that have attended a high school in Massachusetts for at least three years or obtained their GED in the state. At least 23 states and Washington, D.C. have tuition equity laws like that in place that let students apply for in-state tuition. Students that the new policy would apply to could save tens of thousands of dollars. In-state tuition is much cheaper than out-of-state. At UMass Amherst, for example, in-state tuition is $17,357 compared to an out-of-state price tag of $39,293 per semester. The budget included other major developments for students and their families. A total of $50 million was allocated to offer free community college starting next fall with students over the age of 25 and those pursuing nursing degrees getting access to free community college this fall. And lawmakers proposed $6.5 billion in K-12 public education funding, up to $604 million from last year. Funding was also secured for permanent free school meals. The Norfolk County Sheriff's Office is warning residents to be vigilant against an uptick in both phone and text scams, with scammers identifying themselves as officers from the Norfolk County Sheriff's Office, and in one case, even using Sheriff Pat McDermott's name in a text scam attempt. Sheriff's Office does not contact residents demanding payment or asking for payment on behalf of others. If you are ever contacted by someone claiming to be law enforcement who's demanding payment or threatening legal action, the Sheriff's Office advises hanging up or not responding to the text and calling the agency that the person claimed to be from directly to confirm. Any questions can be referred to the Sheriff's Office or your local police departments. Gas prices in Massachusetts jumped 10 cents in the past week, according to AAA. 
The average price now stands at 367 a gallon. It's up a dime from 357 last Monday. The good news is Massachusetts average is eight cents lower than the national average of 375 a gallon. The national average is up 16 cents. In the past week, AAA says the rising price of oil and the heat wave across the country appear to be the reasons for the price hikes. Check of business news this morning, and stocks are higher. The Dow was up 100 points. The Nasdaq rose 29, and the S&P added 6. Global stocks were trading mixed as market optimism set off by a Wall Street rally was balanced by lingering worries about inflation and regional growth. The dollar was higher, the euro fell, and oil at $81 a barrel. Sports Mariners beat the Red Sox 6-2. They're back at it in Seattle tonight at 9.40. The National Weather Service forecast for today, partly sunny and pleasant, a high 77 degrees. For tonight, low of 56. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, pleasant high of 78. Thursday, partly sunny and a high of 80. And then Friday, some scattered thunderstorms, more humid with a high Friday near 80 degrees. The boater waves about a foot, the wind out of the northwest at 5, becoming northeasterly later today, and waves about 1 foot, high tide 11.39 a.m. Sunrise 5.36, sets at 8.03. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, August 1st.